A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I think it goes without saying, but Reddit is a very strange, weird and wonderful place, but uh, mostly weird. And when it comes to wrestling, there have been many, many posts about some obscure, mind-blowing facts that you truly wouldn't believe, but yet somehow appear to be true. As a time capsule for everything good and bad about wrestling, Reddit is the promised land for those looking to unearth some crazy facts about the sport that we love so much. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are the 10 weirdest, mind-blowing wrestling facts according to reddit number 10 steve blackman nearly died of malaria before his wwe run now steve blackman was and still is hard as but he was given one of the toughest battles of his life long before he broke into the wwe in late 1997 ironically it was during his first attempt at titan superstardom that a health concern outside of the ring almost took away his livelihood after working for stampede wrestling in the mid 1980s he was on the verge of scoring a full-time contract following some brief television appearances until he contracted near fatal malaria during a tour of south africa in 1989 it left him confined to a bed for almost two years with the damage done to his health, size and mobility enough to put paid to his hopes and dreams of ever making it in such a physically demanding trade. Until he did, because like I said before, he's hard as f- and wasn't going to take no for an answer. In some sweet circular synergy, it was Stampede Cornerstones, Owen Hart and Brian Pillman that helped him back through the door. Number 9. Nobody has held the original ECW World Heavyweight title and a major WWE World Heavyweight title. There's always a caveat with belt stats, but this one only makes the slice of trivia all that more appealing. WWE World Heavyweight title refers to any iteration of the company's top strap over the last several years, whilst the original ECW World Heavyweight title of course discounts everything post-2006. It's an important distinction to make, if only to rule out the first dual title holder, Rob Van Dam. But despite a who's who of industry icons serving as ECW's top star, none were ever selected to steward things in the WWE. That includes such luminaries as Don Morocco, Terry Funk and Taz, as well as a host of of hardcore icons that Vince McMahon just seemingly never saw as one of his top stars. It makes for slightly damning reading, if not all that shocking. Shane Douglas, arguably the most famous franchise player in the Philadelphia outfit's history, was reduced to the role of a cartoonish teacher during his short stint. Number 8. Taylor Swift used to babysit for Jeff Jarrett. As comfortably the biggest country music turned mainstream megastar in music history, Jeff Jarrett knows a thing or two about making 
making niche concerns huge. Taylor Swift, to a lesser extent, probably understands this, and it explains why the two interacted on a close personal level earlier in Swift's career. As Jarrett explained in an interview, she had a friend in the family and we became family friends. She's in the community. When mine came out, she came over to the house and Jeremy Borash and I, we were having a creative meeting downstairs. Taylor would come over and get the girls to take them back to her house and they'd bake cookies and all that kind of stuff. One day, Taylor brought over Joe Jonas. The mine video is so creative, my daughter Jacqueline looked like a little Taylor. We were out on the lake, Taylor pulled up and as bold as she always is, was just like, I want Jacqueline in the video. Okay, we flew up to Maine where we shot the video, had to turn over your cell phone on set and all that stuff. It was a good experience for the kids. Ain't she great? Number 7. Jinder Mahal's single WWE Championship reign is longer than all four of Edge's combined. The numbers don't lie, do they? And they spell disaster for Jinder Mahal at sacrifice. If only Scott Steiner were cutting a promo on the modern-day Maharaja back when he was the WWE Champion in 2017. The reign might have actually stood half a chance. Alas, the run will be remembered for what it was, a panicked multifarious failure that served only to devalue a belt already suffering questionable prestige. Although it typically would be, this quirky statistic is unfortunately most definitely one at Mahal's expense rather than that of the rated R superstar. Short title tenures often doom the holder, but not here. Mahal's 170 days were painfully unremarkable, and when they weren't boring, they were too offensive to be genuinely heated. Contrast this with some legacy-enhancing runs against John Cena and others for an Edge character still very much on his ascendancy in the WWE at the time, and it is crystal clear who got the better deal. Number 6. Wrestler Talk Show Grifts Various. Now, the image on screen that you'll see is a young Mickey James, innocently peering down the lens of a school photograph, not realizing that one day she'd be a contrast of herself for a show profiling women that went from nerd to knockout in front of fictional school friends. This was the story of her appearance on a 2000 episode of Jenny Jones that's available to watch thanks to multiple uploaders on YouTube. It's extremely, uh, of its time in the worst possible ways, but at least gives you a semblance of agency to James as a budding pro wrestler. She wasn't the only one to give that era's crash TV circuit a try, according to some well-informed Redditors. Apparently, Justin Roberts was on Jerry Springer, playing a guy whose girlfriend was cheating on him with his own sister. OK Volume 1 noted that Bill Dundee and JC Ice were on Springer pretending Jamie was pimping out some kid, and user Mr. Darks recalled watching New Jack pretend to be a guidance counsellor on The Jenny Jones Show. Wrestling and daytime scandal shows have never been so thematically close as they were back then. It's a wonder that almost every major name ever scribbled down on a format by Vince Russo didn't ply this trade at least once. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Number five, Jeff Jarrett almost took a Val Kilmer Hollywood role. Back to Double J again with comments from a Cheap Heat interview and big shout out to Fightful for the transcript that made it to Reddit about an intriguing nearly moment for the King of the Mountain. He said, That opportunity literally dropped out of thin air sitting in my desk. I'll never net because I've told the story. I've got an email. They said, Hey, Val Kilmer was supposed to read for this part, but he dropped out. They're like, Would you like to read for this? I'm like, Yeah, sure. I thought it was a joke because it was a cold email that I received. Anyway, I did the read in my office and sent them back and and you got it and they say, oh yeah, Selena Gomez is in the movie and Vanessa, all of these stars and look, I've got five kids, four of them are girls and you know, years ago, Disney Channel and Selena and all that. I was very excited that they were going to get this opportunity to meet her, but it was a fun part, uh, but I don't have plans to go off to Hollywood. Read that no plans as being just yet. Number four, Christian Cage was Nick Khan's first wrestling client. Now most notably tied to one of the most ruthless cost-cutting endeavors in WWE history, current company president Nick Khan wasn't entirely brand new to the world that he entered in 2020. According to Redditor Cactus Mac, Christian Cage was Nick Khan's first client as a sports agent, helped negotiate his move to TNA, and was friends with Samoa Joe around the same time. The specific wrestler details aren't the easiest to track down on Google, which is as good a barometer as any of how true they may be. But some of Khan's employment history is thanks to his WWE.com profile, and the following passage would at the very least match up with the timeline of Cage's departure to Orlando. Which reads, Khan, a former practicing attorney, transitioned to international creative management in 2006 where he launched their sports media department and represented the biggest names in sports broadcasting. He's apparently also lifelong friends with The Rock, further tethering him to a world that he's rapidly shook up. Number three, Vince McMahon versus burritos, snow cones, social media and his own staff. It's an oldie but a goodie at this point, but Vince McMahon chowing down on a steak wrap and not realizing that the rest of the world knew it as something different remains as delightful as the food is delicious as were these other morsels shared by a user known as Moss Covered Gradunza, with a loose connection to the original source. And here we go. This is what they had to say. Just the ones I can think of off the top of my head. I'll respond with further when I recall more of them. The steak wrap slash burrito is absolutely true. He would apparently eat them all the time and never ever call it a burrito. He said he never heard the snow cone story before. Doesn't mean it isn't true, but he personally never heard it. When it came to social media, as it was growing, he always wanted The Miz to become one of the first guys they were really promoting. It sounded like he had a lot of faith in The Miz to be a guy who could run it. For many other wrestlers, he was indifferent about social media use. This was years and years ago, so obviously things have changed a bit. He very much did fire people on a whim. Some my old boss felt were justified, others were not. And then concluded by saying, keep in mind these are not first-hand accounts from me, they all come from my former boss. And I realise this means nothing coming from a random stranger on the internet, but the person I used to work for very much did work on this for WWE and Vince. Number 2. WrestleMania 19 
2019's main event is the only one to feature both wrestlers using their real names. As nice as it is weird, this cute trivia note adds yet another layer to the neck-breaking onion that is slash was the terrifying conclusion to the WrestleMania 19 event. Brock Lesnar's shooting star press was the headline coming out, replacing the panic around Kurt Angle's frazzled fame on the way in. With very little remembered about an excellent match between two ex-amateurs who desperately wanted to prove who was the best to turn pro. The fact that both worked with their real names is such a neat addendum to that. Angle was an ultra-established sports entertainment polymath by 2003, and Lesnar wasn't far behind him as both the next big thing and the beast. But going by their own monikers linked each man to a simpler but no less skilled time. The record is soon to hit its 20th anniversary with no end in sight, not least with the likes of Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch sure to be on at least one side of the ring for years to come. And number one, Finn Balor's six minutes of magic. It apparently took just six minutes for New Japan pro wrestling bosses to make up their mind on whether or not to sign the future Finn Balor. It was after Fergal Devitt had worked this match that NJPW scouts allegedly got him an offer to attend their dojo, thus opening the door for him to kick off a legendary and life-changing run for the king of sports. This was confirmed by Reddit user and former wrestler Nikita Alonov, Soviet shooter, who added some additional color. Holy shit, I didn't know there was actually a decent video of this show floating around. I worked this show. Might have even been the match right after this. Dave Marquez was there representing NJPW, and the showcase match from the Inoki Dojo was Alex Kozlov versus Tommy Chang. As far as I know, Devitt was the only person to get an offer to go to the dojo directly. But Chad Allegra, Chance Prophet, and myself all got offers to go to the dojo in LA. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.